is Confessions of an SEO. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 7 of Confessions of an SEO. Now, I want to send out a thank you to those that listened to the end of last week's episode and took action to receive their 30-day free trial as a full-fledged Crawl or No Crawl member. Now, I think I'm going to raise the stakes a little bit this week. Um, since the podcast is a, the official sponsor of Crawl or No Crawl, which now lives on Substack, there are a couple of levels on it. The monthly is $18 and the annual is $198, which gives you two full months out of the 12. And it also provides access to the testing data and the weekday or weekend reports that get pushed out. You can have the advantage of knowing what the exact state of indexing is on a daily basis. And then you have something to which you can compare your crawling experience to something else. Now, anyone wondering what they're committed to doing, this is not a meeting group. Uh, You can consume a daily roundup email at your convenience in three minutes, four minutes max. So these emails, that's where I share the current state of the indexing system, how long from publish to serve, are there any things that look suspicious or intriguing in the crawl data, which comes from the server locks. Now, after those 30 days, if you don't feel you received any value from the membership and you don't renew, your account will just revert to a free one. That's it. Now, all members for your paid can submit a server log, which will be run through an in-house tool that isolates all of the Google crawlers and bots into a separate spreadsheet, which will be sent back to you compliments of crawl or no crawl. Now, that is not a self-serve operation. I'm doing these manually so that it's easier to see Google crawls. And the IPs are checked against known Google IPs to make sure that it's only Google and not someone pretending to be Google. Uh, on another note, um, I still haven't received the notification from SurveyMonkey that I've hit the limit on responses from the annual survey. So there's still time. The link will be in the description. It is the bit.ly short link, bit.ly slash, and then this is the part that is unique, coas-survey3, all one word. All right, today's topic. Hmm. Well, it's a phrase that within the last five days, I have heard it used in different contexts four different times. And it is called forced indexing. There seems to be a consensus that the way indexation should work is that content is published, our site maps are lovingly submitted to Google, and then everyone waits for the magic. Now, according to some in our community, forced indexing is when you actually use Search Console to not just submit your sitemap, but to submit your individual URLs and specifically request Google to index them. So it got me to thinking, where did this concept come from that Asking Google to index your content is forcing Google to index your content. Uh, Last week, I happened to go through some old test write-ups, and they were probably sometime around 2015, but maybe before 2019. And in one of them, the various types of indexing methods were being tested, and this was way before I got entangled into indexation. So I got to step back through a time portal And when I first got into testing, there was a method 
to request Google to index a link. Now, before you go rolling your eyes and thinking I've stated the obvious, I bet some of you may have never seen this. So right now we are signed into our search consoles to do this, but there was a time when you didn't have to be logged in and the link or the, the URL that you wanted Google to crawl didn't have to be a site that you had in Search Console. So for listeners who don't know, Google provides uh, the ability to put a piece of verification code on a site and then validate that co- site so Google knows that you're officially attached to that site and they will share some of their data on, on that site, like how many pages are indexed, what are some errors or issues that they discovered in the content. And it's not always right, but it's something, right? And so that's called the Google Search Console. And while I haven't hit the limit, I think it can handle 100 separate sites per account. And also Google does this at no charge for now. Anyway, um, that submit URL was in what was officially called Webmaster Tools. Now, no one thought to test the mobile-friendly tool, I'm just saying, but that's not the interesting part. There was one, in, in this test, there was one index service tested, Search Console, and the URL submit. And it turns out, for two of them, the time from published to being served was less than 15 minutes. Now, I, I, know, I, <laughs> I know I talked about the old days, when uh, SEO tests could be set up, submitted, and the answer could come in as little as one to five minutes. Now, less than 15 minutes is how we would cover our asses on time, just in case somebody repeated our test. You know, they couldn't spank us if it took them 10 minutes, 10 whole minutes to be served. So um, I'm, I'm also going to guess that had I been testing indexation back then, I bet that open page to submit a URL probably generated the exact same bot behavior as a request for indexation via Search Console dashboard. So, <clears throat> so I suspect that speed of everything happening so fast produced an expectation and one that I think may not serve today's webmasters or marketers. So back then, you could publish a page, you could submit a sitemap, and likely within a few hours, because most of us were not testers and we have lots of things to do, we can't sit around and watching, watch You know, how many minutes does it take or seconds for this page to be findable. But obviously, based on experience, the time from crawl, index, rank, and serve, all the four subsystems that make up the indexation system, they happen so fast, we didn't even think to figure out that there were four subsystems. It all happened in a blink of an eye and it wasn't a problem. So all those years of almost instant indexing I think we would have laughed if somebody said that they were testing indexation. I know I would, but but why? You know, it's like, why would we test something if it isn't broken? So fast forward to today. And the last time I tested it, which was last year now, it took Google two months to find and crawl and serve a new page that was published. And 
this is one where only the sitemap was submitted in Search Console. So new page published, sitemap submitted, and nothing else. So let's just back up a minute. In 2015, the same action of publish and submit a sitemap would yield a page being findable by its keywords in less than 15 minutes, likely really only a few minutes. And today, nine years later, just finding a page in that sitemap to crawl, index, rank, and serve takes two months, which brings me back to that concept of forced indexing. So just so we're all on the same page, this is the term used when one pastes one URL manually into the URL inspection section in Search Console and hits the request button. So the general attitude expressed is almost like those steps is forcing something in Google. So newsflash, and if you haven't noticed it, um, the indexation footprint is shrinking. And when I say that, I mean there are less ways to ask Google to crawl your new content than there were nine years ago. We lost the mobile-first indexing tool last year. And like I said, that test this week reminded me about the submit URL option that we lost. And so I'm wondering if we're... If we've lost all of that, why are we still thinking it's so vulgar and degrading to manually use the request indexation button on a URL basis to get Google to crawl them? Now, let's also not forget that less than a year ago, they started sending different bots to index new content. And you can look at server records and tell if it was something Google just sent on their own or if it was an actual request for indexing. It did not used to be this way. And you have to wonder, I'm not saying anything other than saying what I see, but my question is, why is it getting harder and harder for Google to index? And maybe that's the wrong question. What if the real question is, why is it getting harder to make a request for Google to index? So let's look at an illustration outside of SEO. I just want to sort of put a fine point on this. And let's go with a simple one. Oh, I don't know. Let's go with a political one. Um, they say that Texas is a red state. However, those that look at the data say it's more accurately described as a non-voting state. You know, the results may not accurately reflect all that is within the state of Texas. Now, before I get into it, I'm about to share, uh, what I'm about to share, I guess, I should tell you is an example of a good year when it comes to voting participation. Most of them are not this good. So I looked at how many voted in the 2020 presidential election and compared that, um, you know, looked at the residents that are eligible to vote. They're of voting age, they're, you know, if they live here, they're whatevers. Um, but they're not registered to vote. And so it looks like compared to all the residents in Texas, there's 52% that are eligible. So for the sake of easy math, um, that's about saying, um, let's say, let me just make sure I got my numbers right. Um, all right, so we have 10,000 people who can register themselves to vote. 
Of that 10,000, 7,800 are registered because the percentile comes in around 75% that can register, are registered. So of that 7,800, 5,100 actually come out to vote. So when you compare that 5,100 back to the original 10,000 eligible, that's just slightly over half. So the other half of our eligible uh, citizens or 4,900 people in this illustration have not registered or registration may require things they don't need. So it, it dampens their particip participation. All right, so that's just an example of coming at this concept. What if it's not hard for Google to index? What if now, in order to justify the resources to index our content, we must ask Google to index it? Which means we're either limited to 10 pieces of content per day through Search Console or 200 per day via the indexing API. So in a way we could say, instead of us forcing them, we could say they are forcing us to ask. We're not forcing them to index, they're forcing us to ask. And in an increasingly smaller, smaller footprint of ways that we can do that. Again, let me repeat, our ability to ask is what has been shrinking. And if they are not actively coming, if it's taking them two months to find content, hmm, what does that tell us? So food for thought. When the river changes course, at some point, we may have to change our behavior. I don't believe it is aberrant behavior for us to deliberately ask Google to index our content in Search Console. You know, with so little means of asking these days, that's not forcing in my book, that's asking. All right, well, that's it for today. Thank you for being a listener. Keep coming back if there are topics you'd like me to cover in March. Remember to take the survey, and if you can't do that, text CONFESSIONS, and that number is 512-222-3132 with your topic that you'd like me to consider. And just as a reminder, if you would like to be in the next group of lucky ducks to receive a complimentary 30-day uh, free trial to crawl or no crawl, all you have to do it's easy. <laughs> All you have to do is text the word indexation along with your name and email to the same number, which is 512-222-3132. And just do that between now and February 29th. It's leap year. All right. Thanks again. And I will see you in the SERPs.